0: As we continue on in this series for the Easter season, uh, pressing through how to deal with the hard times of life. One issue we want to deal with about how I must. There's sometimes in our lives that you just have to do something because it's necessary. That you just have to do it in order to make it. And so you made up your mind and you say, I must. Whatever follows after that, you do. As it, this morning we fixed our clocks because of the rotation of the earth and make sure we have the measurement of the days and a proper of the calendar. But even in that, the earth rotates, and after it rotates, that completes a day for us. And so, in order for us have to have a day, the earth must rotate. So, if the Earth does not rotate, then we don't have a day, then what then the this, this the ecosystem be messed up, and all these things will happen, so it's necessary that the Earth rotates, so the Earth must rotate, so we have day and night, but the Earth rotates all because going back into Genesis, God said, "Let there be light and and night turned into day, and it all falls back on god's word and so therefore because of god's word the earth must i I want that to sink in into your heart right now because god says so i must look in your life right now and where is god talking to you right now i don't have to be specific it should be hitting you right now that because he says so i must I I must do this in this relationship, in my job, in in my house, uh, in my studying the word, in my prayer time. And when I leave this place, I must, because God said so. When we are on assignment from the Lord, we clearly should know what we should do. And therefore, since we should do it, it should be a necessity as in I must. We're going to look in Luke 13 chapter, looking at verses 31 to, to 35, and we're going to see how Jesus has realized that I have a purpose, I have a goal, and I too must. It is a necessity, it is necessary, it is needed for me to do such things. Just as the earth must rotate because God says so, Jesus realized because God says so, I too must complete my task. So let's look at Jesus in Luke 13th chapter, starting at verse 31. The word of God says, on that very day, some Pharisees came saying to him, Get out and depart from here, for Herod wants to kill you. And he said to them, Go tell that fox. Behold, I cast out demons and perform cures today, and tomorrow and the third day I shall be perfected nevertheless I must journey today tomorrow and the day following. for it cannot be that a prophet should perish outside of Jerusalem oh Jerusalem Jerusalem the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen, gathers her brood under her wings, and put you where, but, but you were not willing. See, your house is left to you desolate, and assuredly I say to you, you shall not see me until the time comes when you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We see here Jesus knew that he must keep on going. He is teaching his disciples, and the Pharisees come up and say, You better get up out of here. Don't you know Herod wants to kill you? Herod already killed John the Baptist, and so they say, hey, he, he took care of John the Baptist. Maybe he's going to take care of Jesus for us, too. Uh, he's on our side, and, and you're wrong. Don't you see? Don't, don't you see he wants to kill you? And then Jesus looks up to them and say, go tell that fox. He is saying, this, this wicked, conniving, sneaky person that's trying to destroy me, go tell him that I will. Cast out demons. I will heal people today and tomorrow. And on the third day, it will be completed. It will be perfected. I will accomplish my goal. Jesus realized in spite of the opposition, it is a necessity that I must keep on going. He, he he realized that you have your agenda, you have what you think I should do, but I am on assignment from my father. And since I am on assignment from my father, I know my objectives in our lives. We, too, need to check with God and make sure we are on the proper assignment. Because when we're on the proper assignment, then we know the correct objectives. Jesus said, look, there's some things I have to do uh, uh, on this journey of life. Uh, I got to stay on this journey. Just because a little people will come against me, just because I have opposition, it's not going to stop me from completing my objectives. First of all, I I have to remove these demons, these demons, these these people being possessed by these demons. I, I, I will cast them out in your life. You need to cast out some demons. There's some wicked stuff going around. Children killing families. Parents letting a baby cry unanswered. Husbands killing their wives and blaming somebody else. Wives killing their husbands saying it was an accident. What is going on? When you are not even safe in your own house, the enemy is at work. We need to see the enemy for who he is and say, I have nothing to do with you. We need to remove those pockets of, of darkness out of our hearts, out of our life, whether it's lying, gossiping, whatever it is. Say, I have nothing to do. I'm going to drive these things out. You need to see the sin and the evilness and these demons like they are like cockroaches. When you turn the light on, those bad boys gotta go. Jesus says, I am the light. Let the light be shining in your life and see how those demons be leaving, how those evil things be going. But you gotta call on Jesus. Jesus realized I, I must remove these demons, but not even now. I also am going to heal some people today. And tomorrow, what Jesus is saying here, that I am going to continue to doing my job, no matter how you're trying to stop me, no matter how you want to reject me, even though that King Herod, who's really not the proper king, he's not of the line of David. He just got in line with Caesar and paid some money to get in position. But I want you to understand, still, that fox not going to stop me. There's some hurting people out here that I need to help. There's some people that need a word from me. There's some people that just want to touch me. There's some people that I need to touch. I, I, I want to say this to some of the ministers, some of the deacons. As we serve some people, we cannot be so away from that they can't touch us. We got to be there so we can be with the people. And then then to all of us other Christians that, that think we are, well, that's just the deacons job. Guess what? You need to be able to be touched too. There's some people that desperately need to hear a word from God, and they don't know your pastor. They don't know your deacons, but they know you. And if you know Jesus, you should be able to take them to Jesus just the same way. You see, it's a must. You must tell somebody about Jesus. You must be on your assignment. But I want to retract and go back, and if you don't know Jesus, it's hard for you to know your assignment. How is it you go to school, and you don't do your homework? If it's because you made up your mind, that it's not a necessity for me to do so. But when you made up your mind, in order for me to fulfill my life, in order for me to do what God has called me to do, I must. So I, I must remove this wickedness out of my life. I I must be available for people to touch me. I I must be available to help somebody. Jesus was in the purpose of service. He said to them that you call me master, but I wash your feet. Go figure. You call me master, but I'm serving you. Uh, Explain this to me. I'm showing you here that in order to be great, you have to learn to serve. There's so many of us that see the title, and we grab the title, and we forget that the title demands service. (laughs) We have people running for public offices, but yet they are defined as public servants. But we don't call them public servants because we don't see them in the servant public. People serve behind doors to meet their needs. But publicly, we act like we got it all together. Even myself, I I, got to correct myself. I, I can show up in this pulpit and act like I've been serving. But throughout the week, if you caught me, would you see me serving them? When I go to bed at night, was I serving before I laid my bed, my head to rest? See, we need to realize that it's not just what people see, but God is seeing us. And if we're not serving on the down low all by ourselves, it doesn't matter when you get in front of other people. But Jesus realized, today and tomorrow, I got to go and heal some folks. I got to be ready and available. If you're not on your knees today, it won't make no difference come tomorrow. You need to be on your knees today for tomorrow, for tomorrow is not promised. So go ahead and put your prayers up today. <laughs> we, we have so much faith in what we touch. For example, you pay your bill for your house so you can stay in your house. Oftentimes you sign up for a phone service and you pay that bill before you even turn your phone on. How is it we can give somebody money And trust them to provide for us. But the Lord of provision. The Lord of provision. Jehovah my my Lord provider, it means that he does this. Uh, The Lord is my shepherd, but I can't trust him. It's a necessity. You put your faith and your trust in him. Don't trust those phone companies or your mortgage company over God. Trust God. You see, we get caught up with what we think that others can provide for us. And when we get caught up with what others provide for us, then we become scared and we let them stop us from doing what God has called us to do. Since Jesus realized that Herod has no authority over him, he said, go tell that fox. There's some people in your life that you need to let them know. I'm trying to be careful with this. You need to let them know that no matter what you say, I say you, not Fox, you say, I will complete my assignment today. And tomorrow, no matter what comes. I I, I like how Jesus gets specific. He says, nevertheless, or in any case, today and tomorrow, I must go. No matter what opposition comes to me, I must. It's a necessity that I do what my father has asked me to do. Even facing rejection. I'm going to do it. Some of us are scared to face rejection. I've been there myself. There's something so deeply inside that you want to do and and you feel so much opposition coming against you. And the thing is, is that when you have the opposition coming against you, you oversee that minority compared to the majority. Jesus had a multitude of following that was following him because they wanted to hear from him. They wanted him to help them, but he had a minority that was trying to destroy him and kill him. And he did not allow that minority to stop him from going. Even those who he came for were rejecting him. He stayed on the task. We sometimes realize that in order for us to succeed, we might have to fail in some areas. But failure is not really the end. Michael Jordan said, I I can handle failure, but I cannot handle not trying. We get paralyzed with fear that it stops us from doing what we know we can and should do. Jesus knew I must keep on going. So even those of you that are going to reject me, he said, look, look, look. Oh, Jerusalem, oh, Jerusalem, you're going to kill your prophets. Jesus, a prophet. He knows they want to kill him. He said, though, you stoned those that came, meaning I reject your teaching. I reject what you're saying. Do you not know that they tried to stone Jesus? But I, I wish I was there because said Jesus said he slipped on through the crowd. They 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 was ready to get him, but he just smoothed on out. Jesus realized that you, the people I've come from, have rejected me. You, the people that I love, you don't want to hear from me. But guess what? It's not going to stop me from doing what the Lord has called me to do. Why? Because I must. You see that there's a nevertheless in verse 33. I must journey today, tomorrow. And the day falling, for it cannot be that a prophet should perish outside of Jerusalem. You see, Jesus knew I'm going to complete my task. He he said, look, I'm going to drive out demons. I'm going to heal people today and tomorrow. And on the third day, it'll be completed. This third day that he's speaking of here, he's speaking again of his resurrection. He's he's prophesying, letting them know that, look, on the third day will be completed. What will be completed? What will be completed is this, that death will have no victory. Death will have no sting. Because Jesus will die on the cross. Herod, that fox, and all those Pharisees think they had the victory won. And when Jesus is buried in the tomb and they put that big stone in front trying to prove them wrong, say that man won't get out that stone and and the disciples won't be able to steal his bones and say he's risen. But I want you to know what God has in your life. No boulder can stop it. No rulers can stop it. No people can stop it. Why? Because what God has put in you, he will work it out to completion. But you need to make sure you are on the proper assignment. Because if you're not on the proper assignment, then your job will be undone. Because you're going the wrong way. Some of us end up going the wrong way because we looked at the wrong signs. Some of us end up going the wrong way because we got we have the wrong motives. Some of us go the wrong way cause we just lack information. But I want you to know that there's a place you can go to clear up any confusion you may have and that place to go is on your knees. <laughs> go to the Father in prayer. Jesus knew his assignment cause he stayed in prayer. You, many a times the apostle and the disciples were looking for Jesus and Jesus was alone in prayer. Many a times they were trying to get him, but he says, you go ahead because I got to spend some time alone in prayer. When you spend time alone with the father, you realize you're really not alone. You just have that personal and secret time with him so that when you come from out of that privacy with him and you get in front of those people that want to come against you, you already let them know I have all power. Because it comes from him. That's why with man it is impossible. But with God, somebody say, with God, God. all things things are possible. Because I I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Because I have in tune with Jesus, I know I must be on my task. I must be serving somebody right now. It's not all about me. I'm willing to put my life at risk or my resources at risk if it's going to help out somebody else. Hello. I'm willing to remove this wickedness out of my life, even when people will reject me. Will talk bad about me. Will put me down. Will you still push on? Jesus realized, I must. And we see here, he says, oh, Jerusalem, oh, Jerusalem. Jerusalem, and it, it translates means uh, to be a, a foundation of peace. This foundation of peace, it says, is to be de- destroyed and left desolate. How are we left desolate and destroyed when we reject Jesus? Mm. When we don't allow Jesus? Look at verse 35. See your house is left to you desolate, and surely I say to you, you shall not see me. Until the time comes when you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. I want you to catch this part about Jesus, about him and, and, his, and his must, that is his sincerity and his necessity. He says, look, this Jerusalem, I desire as a hen to protect you and, and have you as my home, but you have rejected me. But in there, it does not stop him from completing his task. Facing that rejection, saying, look, this is why I came, for you. But you rejected me. Have you ever been there before? You came to help somebody, and they talk about you like a dog. They, they don't want to receive your help. They make you feel insignificant. But what we find here is Jesus saying, it's all right. I'm still going to be on my task. I'm going to go all the way to Jerusalem. I'm going to go even though you're trying to kill me. I'm going to go knowing that you're going to reject me because I have to go. It's a necessity because on that third day it will be done. I'm glad today that Jesus has seen it all the way through. No matter what we're going through, we can be just like Jesus. said, Father, I know because I'm doing your will, I will see it through. I will remove these enemies and these obstacles and this oppression out of me because I can do it through the power of the Holy Spirit. I can be just like Paul said, finally, my brother, in the power of God and his might, put on the whole armor of God when you put on the whole armor of God you're able to stand against the enemy He's going to come against you with everything that he has but I'm glad today that I know that I can do all things through God who through God and I know this also this that what with God for me, who can be against me and also I know this that no weapon formed against me shall prosper because I am on my father's assignment so I must keep on going I, I must do so it's a necessity in order for my life to be complete in order for my life to be fulfilled in order for my life to have joy everlasting joy in order for my life to have peace huh, everlasting peace. I need to stay connected to the father. And the only way I am connected to the father is through Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can get to the father but through him. And I'm glad that Jesus paved the way. He paved the way on the way to Jerusalem. He let them know that no matter what you say, no matter what you do, It will be complete. Whatever you're going through in your life, stay tuned to God all the way through Jesus and know that it can be completed. No matter what people say that you're not going to make it or don't you know they're trying to destroy you. Let them know that you are under the protection of the most high. You are under the covering of the name above all names. And if they don't get it now, they can be like the mother people. When he comes again, they'll see that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And, and you could be right there as I tried to tell you beforehand, but now you know. <laughs> but right now, hold on to what you know. Do you know Jesus? When you know Jesus, you know you must. Change some things in your life. You must remove some evilness in your life. You must be able to serve Him and do His work. You must. No matter how hard your life gets, realize that with God for me, I must keep on going. And you can say it with confidence, Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Even when shadows and darkness is all around me, I'm not scared of the shadows because I know the light that can dispel the shadows. You see how powerful we can be, how powerful we can be, when we follow Jesus, through the rough times and the hard times, not just when it's easy, but when it's hard, can you have the same determination as Jesus. I must keep on going, even when your balance doesn't equal to what you want it to be. I must keep on going. Even when the people you thought you could count on are not there. I must keep on going. Even the job lets you know that they about to downsize. and You know your job is not secure. I must keep on going. Even when people are talking about you and and what you should do. I must keep on going. Even when relationships are not working out the way you would like them to work out. I must. Keep on going. Jesus was not listening to man, but he was listening to God. Listen to God. Receive your assignment and know what you must do. And at least you must remove wickedness out of your life and be willing to serve other people. And God will give you the rest so that you too can say it will be completed in my life. Our life is not full without him because we were made for him and for his glory. And that's why Jesus died on the cross for our sins so that we can say, Lord, I am sorry for what I have done. And I come to you and and I'm willing to change and grow. And I realize now I must stay in connected with you. I must submit myself to you i must be about my father's business what is it that you must do